This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, my name is Steve. You're listening to Bible Toolbox on Radio Pulpit. I have a question for you. How active is the Word, and what does the Word accomplish? Now, I'm sure all of you are going to turn to John chapter 1 and verse 1, which is appropriate. That says, in the beginning was the Word. In the beginning was the Word. And we'll find out that this name, the Word, or Logos in Greek, is talking about Christ himself. Talking about Christ himself. But there are other things in the Bible that the Word does or has been doing. Okay? And we don't quite put this together. We don't quite put this together. Okay? Because Christ was there from the beginning. From Genesis chapter 1, Christ was there. He was, he was one of the creators of the world and the universe in which we live. But the Word does other things too, and I think this will help us to understand part of the duties of Christ and also what the Word can do for us even today. So if you have your Bibles, Deuteronomy chapter three, 8 and verse 3, this is what it says. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor your fathers know, that he made might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Now, that kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Remember, after Jesus was baptized, he was led by the Spirit into the desert, and there Satan tempted him. In Mark chapter 4, the first three verses, Satan makes a very simple temptation for Christ. And even even as a child, I didn't understand it was a temptation. I didn't think there was anything wrong with this. He looks at Jesus, who's very hungry now. He'd been there for 40 days and 40 nights without sustenance. And the devil says, why don't you just turn some of these stones into bread? Turn some of these stones into bread. And Jesus quotes this, this thing here. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What is Jesus saying? Is there something wrong with bread? Is there something wrong with making bread out of stones? Jesus is pointing to something else there. He says, you know what true life is? True life is in God. God is the only one who brings life into this world, right? Yes, you can eat and drink and be merry and have all the attributes and all the wonderful uh, blessings of this life which is wonderful and good. This is what we strive for. This is what we try and aim our households for so our children can have a better life than we do. But you have to understand, real life, real life comes from God. By the word of God proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Still in Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 14, this is what Moses writes. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so you may obey it. The, the, the word is absolute. It does not change. It does not change. It's absolute. It is very near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart, so you may obey it. That's the life we live. We obey. We obey the word. Then King David writes in Psalm chapter 33, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Wow. The word of the Lord 
but the heavens made. Well, how did God, God the Father, create the universe, our world? He spoke the word and the word moved. Let there be light. Wow. There wasn't a recipe. God didn't take some dirt from here and some water from there and mix it up in a bowl and make us. He spoke the word, the word, the word, the heavens were made. Everything we know was heaven and was made by the word. Psalms chapter 33 and verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. For the word of the Lord is upright, and his work is done in faithfulness. Wow. The word is righteous. It's absolute. It's righteous. And we live by this word. Still in Psalms, King David writes, Bless the Lord, his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening to the word of the Lord. Hearkening to the word of the Lord. We listen to the word. Even the angels listen to the word of the Lord. You know, we really, really got to get closer to the word. We really, really do. Put it in our hearts and in our mouth so that we can obey it. Still in Psalms 107, verse 20, he sent out his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Wow. The word is healing, is healing. Of course, this is our spiritual healing by the word, by Christ. This is our spiritual healing. He sacrificed himself the Word sacrificed Himself for us so that we would have healing. In Psalms 119, verse 9, How can a young man stay on the path of purity? By living according to your Word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your Word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You know, sometimes I, I, I despair at the world that we're living in right now. As you can probably tell, I'm an older type of guy. Yes, I was born last millennium, okay? My childhood is totally different from the childhood that, that kids have today, okay? It's a totally different world, totally different rationale, totally different way of living. And we wonder how come the youth leave homes, leave churches. They get involved in so many things that aren't good for them, and it's harmful not only to them, but those they love. Well, how do we prevent that? By living according to the Word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your Word in my heart that I might not sin against you. The Word is powerful, powerful. And 119.89, back to Psalms. Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. Wow. It stands firm in the You know what that means? That means from the throne of God down to us, to each individual Christian, the word stands eternal. The word stands eternal. Of course, if we don't study it, if we don't obey it, if we don't put it on our hearts and our mouth, then it's still there. It's just that we're not going to get the blessings of God. Then 100 Psalms 19, verse 160. Your word is true from the beginning, and every one of your righteous judgments will endure forever. Wow. When God speaks, stand back. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. The Bible in Genesis said he created, he created male and female. That's it. That's the word. 
Now, if you want to adjust it according to whatever the modern people think they can do, go ahead. Have fun. But please understand, the Word speaks eternally, and the Word speaks apoutral. It is true from the beginning. It does not change. Wow. Then, in Psalms 147, verse 15, He sends forth His commandment upon the earth. His Word runs swiftly. His Word runs swiftly. Well, what does that mean? I mean, sometimes when I pray, it takes a little long either for my prayer to get to the throne of God or God says, uh, Steve, just wait, buddy. I'm working on this. How can that be swiftly? Well, I think what David is trying to say is the word is always there. It's always there. It does not change. It's eternal. It's from the throne of grace down to us. It's there. Sometimes we're the ones who've wandered away and we're the ones who are still trying to seek and find it. Wow, it's there. Okay. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 5. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Every word of God proves true. God does not lie. God does not lie. Paul wrote to the young preacher Titus, chapter 1 and verse 2. He says, God does not lie. You know anybody else with that claim? You know anybody else with that claim? Right? You think your children never lied to you? You think your mother and father never lied to you? You think your wife never or husband never lied to you? We all take a little journey from the truth. But the Bible says every word of God proves true. Jeremiah, the prophet, he said, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks rocks in pieces? Jeremiah 23, 29. The word of the Lord is powerful. It's a fire. It's a fire. You don't want to play with fire. Don't want to play with fire. And of course, in the New Testament, you, you read, and I'm sure you've already thought of this, the word is like a sword. The word is like a sword. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17, he's talking about the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, which is the word of God. And it not only cuts through skin and muscle, it cuts through bone to the marrow, to the very heart and core of our being. Wow. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. For the Word of God is living and active, living and active. It's not a dead letter that you hold in your hands and you're reading and studying and putting in your mouth and your heart. It's living and active. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3 tells us, Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the Word of God, and all things which are seen were not made of things that do appear. The Word is visible. God created the frame of every country, every of the earth, of all the planets, of the whole universe. He framed it by the Word of God. So we, it's visible to us. It's visible to us. And the last one I want to do for you is 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. Since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding Word of God, you've been made into a new life, if you obeyed Christ and you're walking in his footsteps, you now were born of imperishable seed. It will never die. That word will always live, always be powerful, always have you in God's heart and mind. My name is Steve. Thank you so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.